0: The Partners in Crime podcast is sponsored by Hey Sugar Shop. Visit Hey Sugar Shop at www.heysugarshop.com or join them on Twitter at Hey Sugar Shop. One bite and you'll be smitten.
1: Hello.
0: What's up, YPD Nation? It's your girl Kayla at Reality PD Bingo. And Donna at the Hick Life. Hey Donna, how are you feeling on those painkillers this morning? Hey girl, uh, <laughs> I am feeling
2: no pain. I am taking Percocet, and um, it's doing its job. It's doing what it was meant to do. Uh, so do you want I
0: to tell everyone do... why you're taking Percocet for the past two days? Sure,
2: sure. Let me let me just explain how this what what has transpired. What has transpired is. When you get to be a certain age, it doesn't matter how much you floss, how much you brush your teeth, how well, I mean, if you take care of those teeth, like you're polishing a trophy, it doesn't matter. At some point, your tooth is going to say, f*** this, I'm out. Okay. I'm <laughs> because I started getting a toothache on Friday and Saturday it wasn't good. And then by Sunday I was searching for pliers ready just to pull the thing out myself. It was that bad. Mm -hmm. And it was like, the tooth was like, listen, lady, uh, you eat too many grape nuts and I just can't deal with you anymore. And I got to go, I'm out of (laughs) here. So I went to the dentist yesterday and I'm gonna have to have some surgical procedures done and it sucks. Um, but he did load me up on Percocet, so I'm feeling no pain right now, which is awesome because for the last three days it's been nothing but aches and pain and it's it's isn't a toothache just the worst? It
0: it it's is the worst. worst. It is. I I know that pain and it sucks mm-hmm. and um you know. So I, yeah. I feel for you, but so I'm, I'm glad you're able to do the podcast today. Cause I was, a, I was a little concerned that the pain might, um, interfere with you being able to laugh and joke and do our usual ridiculousness. But, uh, I'm glad yeah, that so you I mean, good. no,
2: I mean, I, I'm good. And now Percocet's going to be driving this, this vehicle right here. So nice. yeah, this should be interesting.
0: Fun. I can't wait. But speaking of pains, uh, what's new with you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny you should ask. Uh, We had a really good uh, weekend and week, um, you know, for the podcast. And our friend Kenny over at Live PD Fantasy League did a Partners in Crime weekend and it was a lot of fun. We have, we got some new followers that didn't know about our podcast and yeah. Um, yeah, we had some giveaways from Independence Graphics that they did some coffee mugs and coasters and a clock, which I'm still unsure about the clock and where that plays into the whole Partners in Crime. Oh, um, I ordered
2: one. I ordered a Oh, clock. you did?
0: Oh you yeah, from my
2: live room. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I need a good timekeeper. So, yeah, I was, I was pretty stoked about that.
0: Okay, well, I, I'm I'm excited that you're excited about your your clock. But it was really cool that they made those items. And I'm not sure if they did the drawing for the people who to win the items yet or not. But it was a lot of fun until um, someone that we know very well, who gets on everyone's nerves for the most part, um, started up with his drama as usual. You know, he goes into hibernation every now and then. Or he... You know, he goes through these these phases where he picks people when he just tries to show his ass and be a complete and total douche canoe. Um, well, he's a
2: bully. And let's just name him.
0: Because you know well, what?
2: We always dance around this. And we never name yes. him. Yes. And um, I am going to name him. Okay. Because he didn't have the balls to name us. And he, <laughs> he said. Never,
0: he never has any balls. He is no, ballless. He doesn't. No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah.
2: naked down there. It's naked. Mm-hmm. It's a ureter. That's all he's got going on. So <laughs> anyway, it is, the fan page is at, is live PD fans. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people follow him because a lot of people think that think that he represents live PD somehow, and that he's affiliated with live PD somehow. And that because he's got, you know, a million followers that he is legit. Well, he is not legit. He is not legit. And let's just educate people. He is a bully and he picks people, usually fan pages, typically, Mm
0: -hmm. whether it's
2: Live PD Nation or Live PD Fantasy or Ladies of Live PD or whoever it is. He always picks a fan page for his weekly flavor that he's going to bully. And last week it was our turn. For the Mm -hmm. second time, actually, but it was our turn.
0: Mm -hmm. And he
2: said something about our cackling and our voices. And, you know, he mentioned a podcast, but he didn't mention our name. But it was very clear to anyone who read that Mm -hmm. who he was talking
0: about. So then, of course, I can. Can I just add something? Yeah. If you were going to try and throw shade, which his shade game is extremely lacking. But if you're going to throw shade, you need to have the balls to back it up. And right. if you don't have the balls to, to own what you're saying, then you might right. not want to get your little fingers busy on the keyboard there, Skippy. But, uh, you know. Well, and, and here, right. And here's,
2: what I was so, going to say is because I called him out mm-hmm. and then he comes back and says he wasn't talking about us. But way to think everything is about you. Well, listen, right, Eli, you mean you mean, right, you mean everything's
0: not about us?
2: Right. I mean, it should be if it's not, but, uh, yeah. But listen, Eli, we know you were talking about us. Okay. Everybody does.
0: That's why he only got 10 likes on his post for someone who has supposedly 80,000 followers to only get 10 likes. Come on, people do the math. That's not how social media works. So, um, But I I have a couple of things that I I want to say about this, and then then I'm done. Um, First of all, we had uh, some people that wanted to say, well, stop the drama. Don't respond to him. Don't this, don't that. Okay, well, obviously, these people do not really flow with Twitter. And -hmm. when you have someone who is so malicious, continuously going after people, we are talking about his block list. Is right. probably as thick as the flipping phone book if they even still print those. You it's know what as I'm thick saying? As a follower list. Yeah, it's, it's probably blocks, the same size. If you ever say anything that he doesn't like or against him in any way, shape, or form, or if you ever comment on someone who comments on his stuff in a negative way, he blocks you. And then he tells people, oh, I don't block anybody. Oh, good Lord. Come on. So this is, this is what I want to, I want to read, um, something really quick. And this is a, a just a, an intro from my f- favorite poem by my favorite poet. Okay. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness, but still like air I'll rise. Suck it is all I got to say yeah, I know, man. You know, Maya Angelo, man, she knew where it was at. That's and right. let me tell you, I I do not have time for his stupid games. And, you know, I typically don't respond, but come on. You know, he's just, he is a complete and total tool. And if you follow him, you must, uh, you must just be in love with watching the, the drama unfold. And if you don't get involved in the drama, more power to you. Right. But don't come to other accounts who have, I mean, he has been so malicious and he does a lot of this right. stuff undercover. He has multiple accounts, people under right. regular names like Joe Smith or, you know, right. Mandy Sue, whatever his little names are. He likes to make all these accounts and he attacks people. He attacks people in private messages. And then if you post a screenshot of what he says, he he blows a gasket and gets butt hurt all over again. So just stop yeah. the craziness. Do not give him any attention. Um, Right. Because somebody said this to me, you know, they
2: said, why are you, um, you know, showing his tweet? Why are you giving him any attention? And here's the reason I have not done this in the past. I have not actually called him out by name in the past. This was the first time that I did. And I want to be very clear because I want people to know who they are supporting Mm -hmm. and who they, and I wanted, that is the only reason I wanted to Show this is what this guy is about. This is what he does. He spends all, uh, an exorbitant amount of time bullying people, and it is bullying. And mm-hmm. I don't think he's a great representation for Live pd fans.
0: No, I don't he's think not. he's
2: a great representation for Live pd or any officers. And that's the only reason why I put it out there. And I don't want to address it again. And I don't want to really talk about him again. Um, but we just want to make people aware that that's what this is about. It's about trying to combat a bully because he picked Mm -hmm. the wrong ones. I mean, he picked us and I mean, I'm sorry, but dude, you picked the wrong girls to screw with.
0: He called us twiddiots. Yeah. He so lame. His shade game is so lame. I mean, come (laughs) on now. yawn. It's just. And, you know, it was it was fun throwing shade on our on our thread, you know, because of this, you know. But then it it didn't, and then I'm done. I mean, I just I really just don't care. But it just it just irks me because I know, you know, he goes after regular um, people that are fans of the right. show too. That may think that he is somebody right. with the, he he's nobody. And um, I mean, I remember when he first when I first started talking to him, he tried to tell me that he was a um an agent with CAA. And if you don't, people out there don't know, CAA is one of the largest, um, eight, um, talent agencies or, uh, celebrity agencies. And they're located in LA and it stands for creative artists agency. And he tried to tell me that he was a, you know, an agent for them (laughs) until I informed him that my husband's cousin is one of the top execs there and nobody know who he was or had never heard him. Then he went and told me that he was in marketing for the Seattle Seahawks.
2: Right. Me too. That's what he told me.
0: He needs to make up his mind what lie he wants to go with as far as what his background is, because none of it is true. So that's all I have to say about that. So anyway. Let's talk about what we're really here to talk about, and that is the craziness of Live PD this weekend.
2: It was a great weekend to it have was. a Partners in Crime weekend, and it I want to thank I want to thank Kenny for doing that. That was really yeah. awesome. Um, yeah,
0: thank you, Kenny. It was fun. Um, even was though fun. you have the worst accent in the <laughs> history of the world, Mister, I don't have an accent. Uh, what yes, are you talking you about? I don't what hear it talking? at all. but
2: it was it was fun yeah it was fun so let's go to let's start out on Friday night and Mm -hmm. um, I want to start out in Walwick. and there was a lady that was in a parking lot I guess and she had a big 40 pound dog in her lap as she's trying to drive yeah and so um, you know she was pulled over and um, the officer's like well what's the deal with the dog in your lap and well he won't get out of my lap And he goes, well, you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to put him. what what would you suggest I do? She had a real attitude. Like she was very, she was very upset that she was being stopped. And just, you know, I mean, you can't be a safe driver when you've got a big ass pit bull in your lap. I'm sorry. You you just can't. can't. So he he proceeds to tell her that she's going to need to move the dog, Mm -hmm. that he's not going to let her just drive away like this. And she got, then she was lit. I mean, she was pissed off. I didn't understand her reaction at all. I know. She said she was going to be late to an appointment. That was the big deal. She was going, now you're going to make me late for my appointment. Now I've missed my appointment. So she gets out of the car and he goes, well, why can't you just put all that? She's got a ton of crap in the backseat, like laundry baskets and clothes and all this crap. And he goes, put it in the trunk. And she goes, my trunk is full. And then she opens the trunk and he goes, your trunk is, is only got a couple of little things in it. And so then she starts getting all her clothes and shoving them back there into the trunk. And the poor dog is just trying to get some love. Mm -hmm. And she just all of a sudden slams the door in the dog's face. And that was when I was like, oh, bitch, you are just a horrible human being. And she had on this strapless top that was, it was hard for her to be pissy and tough when her boobs were trying to pop out of this dress that she had on. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if you noticed that, yeah, but she's, I noticed it. she's trying to be all badass and pissy and she's steady having to pull that frock up because her titties were fixing to pop out. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just didn't understand her, uh, her anger at the officer. Yeah. Like you're the one driving around with a, with a, you know, let's just say, I mean, the, the dog had no discipline. That's that's if That's her dog. Yeah. That's her fault um you know she
2: clearly doesn't have any discipline either so we don't know where he gets it from
0: yeah and and i and i think it was and i think it was still a puppy the way it was acting was very puppy like you know wanting loving and kissing from whoever and um but she was very she was very angry and um um, something tells me that she probably didn't need to have an animal at all but you know what do i know i mean he just
2: told her okay bye You know, he just walked away. (laughs) I mean, she was just screaming and carrying on. But then he let her, you know, that's all she had to do. All she had to do was say, okay, no problem. You know, I'll take care of it. But no, she she had to show her ass along with her boobies. So, yeah, that was it for that. What do you want to talk
0: about? Well, um, I want to just give honorable mention to the full blood moon of Friday night. Because... I really wanted there to be, like, a lot of craziness, like there is typically on Full Moon episodes of the show. Um, This one, unfortunately, was a little lacking in the crazy department, but there was an incident in El Paso where um, my notes are not as detailed as I would like them to be for this. So all I'm going to say is it, it involved voodoo and burning of sage, and there was a, f- a family argument, you know, that was going on. Yeah and um something about this sister makes food or cooks food or something about food and then there was mm-hmm. this just crazy guy one of her brothers outside saying he wasn't going to show id to the officers he wasn't going to do anything yeah. and he was really combative but then there was yeah. a second brother um whose girlfriend or friend or whatever was there with him was they were burning sage and They thought it had to do with voodoo and the negative energy in the house. And supposedly that brother was the negative energy in the house. So they threw all of his stuff out. But I'm thinking (laughs) to myself, do we really want to be talking about voodoo during a full blood moon? I don't think so. So that was, and and come on, people, sage, burning sage isn't really voodoo. Um it's i burn sage you know native americans burn sage to get you know to rid a space of negative energy a lot of um people that believe in like uh like spirits and ghosts and stuff like that they think burning sage will get rid of any negative entities and stuff like so it, it's not you know a voodoo thing it's a hoodoo thing you know everybody yeah it's Kind of like you know it goes it's you know whatever so um I mean, if
2: you want to do voodoo, go get yourself a doll and stick some pins in it. That's voodoo. (laughs) It ain't just burning a little bit of sage.
0: Voodoo gets Uh, down and
2: dirty with it. I would
0: love a voodoo doll right now. I have some pins with people's names on it right now, girl. Yeah, girl. Mm -hmm. But then, um, so that was my honorable mention. But then over in Pasco, there Mm. was a car wreck that they were responding to where a car Hit the phone, hit a phone pole, and mm. the person who was driving left the scene. Well, wouldn't yeah. know, they found this person walking near the scene? Who tried? Yeah, to, he matched the
2: description. Yeah, he matched perfectly. The description
0: that, yeah, that the witnesses gave of the person that left the vehicle, and um, he tried to say it wasn't him. That he was not driving a car, and so they detain him. And as they are doing a pat down they noticed that there is something protruding from his anal area. Right. And upon further ins- <laughs> upon further inspection of this anal area, there mm. was a battery stuck in his butthole. Or tr- right. he tried to put it, well, you know what I'm saying, he was trying to hide it. And right. um, as they pull this battery, I'm do did we see how the battery came out did they just like something tells mm-hmm. me that we didn't see i i'm not a hundred percent sure no, no but,
2: we didn't see the actual removal of
0: the battery from the butthole
2: we didn't
0: well, see I, that I, I, I mean like you know did did like i'm just curious how they do like did the did they make the guy do it or did they do it like okay that always i think me. he kind of like squeezed it out and oh, they gosh.
2: did pull I, it out i think that, that's kind of where that that's how that just, happened? Because he didn't have it all the way in. Yeah, it was he had just, it just like because he said it. He used it to hold his pants up. Yeah, that didn't. And mean, I'm just like, people. dude. Okay, I mean, is this like a clothesline situation? Because I don't understand how the battery is going to hold your pants up. Maybe if you stuck a stick up your butt, you know, maybe that would work.
0: That's yeah. That's just, what I don't understand. That's what I don't. Yeah. Understand.
2: You I think a battery, battery would act.
0: Would a battery would
2: act more. Yeah, a battery would act more like a stopper. I don't think that well,
0: uh, it. Ter- it yeah. turns out that this battery was actually a hide a safe. And if you don't know what a hide a safe is, a hide a safe is everyday items, cleaning supplies, cheese balls, Fix-a-flat, a can of Coke. That where they take the item. And they maneuver it and manipulate it to where the bottom unscrews and you can fill the can of whatever with, you know, whatever's valuable to you. In this case, Fine. drugs and drug paraphernalia. Yeah. And, um, and it looks just like a can of, you know, Fix-A-Flat or Ajax or whatever. the can, And it does have the product in it. It's just half of the bottle has been manipulated to where it, it's hollowed out. So yeah. they finally got this battery <laughs> unscrewed, <laughs> and wouldn't you know, there was meth in it. Was it meth or cocaine? No, it was Xanax. Oh, was it Xanax? It was Xanax. Oh, yeah. well, I guess that's that is one <laughs> way to carry your your daily supply of Xanax. Um, I mean,
2: but how chill are you going to be? I mean, you take Xanax to chill, and then mm-hmm. how chill are you going to be with a battery shoved up your butt? I mean, I don't know. Not very. But, yeah. Not very.
0: It. It's just. It, I don't know that the whole thing. I mean, it was, it was funny. It was comical. It's definitely talk worthy.
2: I'm just, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, when the officer said, you know, he said it keeps your pants up and he goes like the energizer bunny.
0: Yeah. That's a good analogy. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. So then uh, the uh, darndest well, things. you know what they do. So what did, did you have any other um, incidents from Friday that you wanted to talk about?
2: Well, I was so confused by this. Okay, so we're going to – in Warwick, there Mm -hmm. was a call. A lady called the police because something was digging up her yard.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, I
2: am just like, okay, really? Because I've got hogs that dig up my yard, like wild hogs and armadillos that dig up my yard. I didn't know that we could actually call the police and do they bring their shovel with them and cover the holes or do they arrest this the the varmint that's causing the problem I mean I wasn't sure but so he goes to the door and this this elderly lady opens the door and she's like there's something there's an animal living under this shed and it's digging up and I don't know what it is and I don't know if it's a ground hag I don't know what it is and so she's really very upset that Something is digging up, you know, behind her shed. So they walk back there to investigate and I guess they decided it was ground hags. It
0: was a groundhag. Can you hag. can you
2: ex- can you explain to me what a ground hag is? I'm a, I'm assuming it is a ground hog. <laughs> but the way that people in Warwick enunciate their words, it is a ground hag. I need a New England dictionary to watch the show
0: I know, at this point. I love it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, So then she just happened to mention, well, her neighbor has baby bunnies over there. There's some baby bunnies over there in their yard. <laughs> so they're like, okay, well, we're, you know, we are now the animal police. So let's go investigate the baby bunnies. So they go, so he's got animal control with him. Mm-hmm. So they go next door and she starts digging around. I did not understand. I didn't know that rabbits hide the babies kind of are in you a getting? hole. Yeah. They, do? yeah they do it's adorable so it, she's they were the so program.
0: cute i just wanted
2: one they were so i wanted cute. one too
0: oh my god they were so cute so where's the
2: mommy and she's gonna come back and her babies are gonna be gone and it just kind of like it upset me a little bit i'm like she's gonna yeah. come back and her
0: babies are gonna be gone what the hell well sadly a lot of people don't know that um, rabbits, when they you know, give birth, do that. And a lot of baby bunnies get killed accidentally by people just cutting their grass because, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's sad and it's, it sucks, but, you know, I used to have a pet bunny when I was a kid and his name was Footsie and he was, he was pure white and he was beautiful and I loved him. Um, so seeing these little baby bunnies made me want a pet bunny again. So, um, so cute. It, they they were just adorable and all four of them fit in the ha- their hand and oh my God, their little eyes were closed and uh, it was just the most adorable thing. It was just so damn it cute. Was. But
2: It was a nice little moment and it was. I'm still confused about calling the police for holes in your yard, but I am going to try it. I'm going to let you know what my <laughs> local police say when I call them and show them. And I don't just have holes, honey. I got I mean, landmines in my yard. Well, so those those
0: wild here. boars, man. And I know this from Are experience. Ruin ju- trying to get to your front door from the driveway is like yeah. an extreme version of hopscotch. Yeah, you were here. I I so it. you know. Right. It's horrible. Was, it is. And I was thinking to myself when I saw all those holes, I was like, she knew I was coming. So <laughs> why didn't she backfill all these holes? That's what I was thinking. Sure. I was like, she wants me. She wants me to step in one and break my neck. Them. That's what she wants. Tell you something. Them holes are two
2: feet deep. I was not about to go out there with a shovel and start because <laughs> once I shoveled the dirt in, I got a hole in another spot that I made trying to cover the hole. You know, it would it would just be an endless endless cycle. So you just had to step over them. You were fine.
0: So, um, well, I want to talk about really quick about. The incident in Greene County with, um, when they were serving the domestic warrant on the guy for obviously, you know, domestic issues mm-hmm. and they have him handcuffed and they have him at the, the car. And then I guess his wife or girlfriend comes out and all I see is this shirt that says nerdy, dirty, inked and curvy.
2: <laughs> yeah
0: that shirt well here's
2: the thing the whole thing was is there was a warrant for him for domestic violence mm-hmm. and when they go and she it's like she comes out oh baby this and oh baby that and he's like oh baby uh, this and oh baby that and the domestic was between the two of them yeah so I clearly they she- moved on mm-hmm. from this
0: <laughs> <Mm-mm-mm>. <laughs> that well, shirt was well, sad that 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 shirt was tragic on her um <laughs> Because she, ugh, come on, people. That's you know what? That's like those people that are um, really large and want to wear a shirt. Remember when baby fat was the rage? Yes, when Kamara Simmons had that line baby fat, okay. fat yes, yeah, the fat. And you would, you would see really large women wearing a, you know, shirt or pants that said baby fat across the butt or baby fat across the chest. And you would be like, hmm, you know what I mean? Or like when really um, tragic looking people will wear items that say, I don't know, just for, you know, shits and giggles, juicy, you know, for juicy couture. I'm like, no, you know what? If you're going to wear something that says juicy, then maybe you should be juicy. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to, or maybe
2: there should be like a minute made emblem or something. Cause I don't want to see somebody wearing something that says juicy. I don't want to see someone that is no longer sucking on a nipple or a pacifier or wearing something that says baby fat. Cause honey, that ain't baby fat. That's grown ass woman fat. And you shouldn't be wearing that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, the the t-shirt the t-shirt on her was tragic. Um there was yeah. nothing um you know, I don't know. It's if I if I see someone wearing that shirt, they're rocking that shirt. You know what I mean? Um she she, she, she was not sweaty. she just looked yeah, kind of yeah. mm-hmm. So so that was it in Green County for me. But then in El Paso, I don't know why so many people were so just I don't even have a word for how some people were being about this incident inside in El Paso with the side boob and the red sequin bra with the well, what first do you call them, all, I mean, shirt we
2: are situation? Yeah, we are clearly the fashion police. So yes, we do recaps for life, PD, but Kayla and I are the designated fashion police. So we're gonna call this out. But this woman called the police herself. Remember. She, I called she did because, yes. She called the police herself because she couldn't, something about her car. There were uh, people walking around her car or whatever. So she called the police herself, which was really a dumb move on her part. Um, so they, she meets, she, she matches, and then other people called about her. So she matched the description from the other people's calls which I'm guessing, let's guess what the description was. I mean, a woman wearing an ill-fitting tank top with a bedazzled red bra with side boob hanging. I mean, was that the description? Because this was not a good look.
0: What was she thinking? I mean, what, what? I don't understand the muscle shirt. Um, you know, first of all, people, muscle shirts, n- no. No one can pull off a muscle shirt because they look ridiculous.
2: I don't Once care how muscles.
0: buff you are. I mean, no, even I if you met. even if you have muscles, muscle shirts look douchey. Well, they are douchey. That I mean, it, uh, there they is are a d- bad look. The, yeah, no one looks pretty. No one looks good in a muscle shirt. So I'm I'm concerned with that that choice to begin with. The bedazzled bra or the shimmery red bra. I mean, yeah. at night under the right circumstances, that could be pretty. You know. Sexy, I guess, but not in the light of day under a muscle shirt. And plus she didn't have... Her her boobs, look, I guess side boob is okay if you
2: have a nice perky boob. Side boob is not okay when it looks like a femur and you're waiting for the rest of the leg and the foot to show up. Because it's like hanging.
0: But when you are a full busted woman, Mm -hmm. your boobs are not perky they you know
2: what I mean and uh, you and I both have big boobs you and I both I'm not wearing something to display my side boob because it's not a it's not going to be a good look Oh, see it looks like a fat flap
0: I just don't think it's pretty (laughs) I mean I just don't I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say poor Pat (laughs) whatever I don't think it's a good look. I mean, I mean what? it was it was it was it was it wasn't a good look for her because that whole ensemble, but you know what, if you're trying to be sexy or whatever and you are a full-busted woman, um, you know, there's nothing you can do about. It. I mean, like I'm not talking about hanging down to your belly button. I'm talking about but just larger breasts just don't stand at attention because they're they're full. They're heavy, it's, you know, whatever. So, exactly. I mean, Roll that shit up, put it in a fitting bra
2: and put something over it. You can't roll up full boobs, Donna. Well, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> damn sure it can. Uh, like a damn free roll up. Yes, you, you can. Okay, well I she don't... had 29 warrants.
0: Oh, she, she had, had 29, 29
2: warrants. warrants? She had 29 damn warrants. Are and you so kidding me? He, uh, well, no. I, did not, I did not hear that. Oh, no. She had 29 warrants, and he tells her to sit down. He goes, you called us. You called us. And as it turns out, you have 29 warrants. Sit down. She goes, I'm getting arrested for what? He goes, you're 29 warrants. And then he tells her to sit down. She goes, oh, you want me to be a good doggy? rough, <laughs> rough? <laughs> oh my God!
0: Where? How did I miss this part? I don't know. So you're um, over here defending side no, boob and this no, chick got twenty nine def- warrants. Yes, I'm defending side boob. I'm not defending twenty nine warrants. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm. I mean, I just did. They even say what the warrants were for. Well, we'll just mention the fact that.
2: In Richland, Danny Brown saw some people walking around a vehicle, looking under a vehicle. And so he went up to see what was going on with them. And as it turned out, they had lost their keys. But of course, he smelled marijuana because there's never a car that he happens upon that he does not smell marijuana. Ain't that so, true? <laughs> so anyway, he tells the people to get out of the car. And there is this girl that is 17 years old, and she has a flipping meltdown. I mean, she's like, ah! I mean, just screaming at the top of her lungs. It was bizarre, but I didn't understand this either. We don't really have to get into it, but look, it was that. I don't know if that was her father that was standing. There was an older, there was an older gentleman, which could have been her dad. But these people need to start disciplining their kids because that's what they turn into when they don't discipline. What was the no? The, that, the, that,
0: I, that that was that wasn't her dad. She was rolling with some older guys you know she was act, she was acting like a hood rat she had zero respect for anybody especially the police which you know what if i would have acted like that and my parents saw that oh lord me. help me lord
2: well, help me she hit the camera with her phone did you see that she walked right up to the camera and bopped him yeah. with
0: the phone but then but then she get upset when the camera wasn't on her she kept saying get that camera off and then they were like it's not on you and then yeah. She went and got back in front of the camera. It's like, like, get that shit out
2: my face. Get that shit out my
0: face. And then what does she do? She gets her face in the camera. Look, perfect example where Kayla shows up on the scene for these departments with her taser and just zaps her ass down. This is happening more more. You are needed. I am needed. I I think that I fulfill a... A need in departments, because a lot of the officers like to go fisticuffs. They don't like using the tasers. They've, we've had a number of them tell us that because there's only a 50%. Is that not what they said? There's only a 50% chance that the taser is going to work because sometimes problems happen and, you know, whatever the case may be. So yeah. Kayla shows up. I have, like, I'm, like, double fisting this dang taser. One yeah. on hit side of my hip. Girl, I'm pulling both of them out. If one don't work, Achoo. I got to back up. Pew, pew. And that's yep. my only job. I show up. Pew, pew. I'm yep. done. Tag them and bag them, well, baby. They, I mean, they
2: went on their way. That was pretty much it on that. And I always like to discuss repeat uh, offenders, people that we see often on LAPD mm-hmm. because we there are many that we often see over and over. Mm-hmm. And um, so that we saw. Th- the little old man that the first time we saw him he lost
0: his pants they just fell down they fell right straight the hell
2: down and he never picked when them he up when he was
0: be- when he was being served paper eviction papers right. for his trailer right. the second time we
2: see him he had been calling 911 Repeated. repeatedly <laughs> because something wasn't working in his home what was it i forget what it was I don't it remember. The, but anyway.
0: The, yeah, the phone wasn't working and they kept saying it yeah. was, it needed batteries. He said it didn't need batteries. It was just it was a big thing. Right. So
2: that was the second time. And then we see him this time. And he was calling because he said that somebody was burglaring uh the place next door. But he's standing out here in the yard with no pants on. He just said to hell with it, I'm not wearing pants anymore. <laughs> I'm
0: done. <laughs> I'm beginning I'm beginning to think that some of these people that we see repeatedly on the show, like the ham man, this annoying yep. woman with the snake in Green County, this yep. old dude, Granny Gert, the pervert. Um, I for Something tells me that they know that Live PD is in their town and they kind of go out of their way to just kind of like be in the area where these people I are. Know. You know what I mean? Especially that snake person. It's like, come on. I don't care about your snake. I don't want to see the snake yawn. Take that yeah. orgasm somewhere else. I mean, there are some people that absolutely,
2: I think, do do that. Um, I don't think he's one of those people because he doesn't seem to know what planet he's on. <laughs> so I don't even think that he's. I don't think he's following live PD. No, I don't, I don't,
0: think, don't he, think he is either.
2: Yeah, I don't even think he's following. You know anything? So yeah, he he was just standing out there with his little bird legs with no damn pants on and that's he just gets an honorable mention because we saw him again um Uh, and then the last thing i really wanted to talk about that happened on friday night was in pasco county because this is something that i have personally dealt with on a much bigger level but uh there was a little cow calf that got loose And they're trying to wrangle this little calf. It's a little black calf. And I've had this happen to me on a couple of occasions where my neighbor's cows get out and end up in my yard. And we're we're not talking about, like, one little calf. Because that was kind of laughable to me. Y'all are freaking out over a calf. You you should have seen my yard when I had full-fledged heifers running around everywhere. So it happens a lot around here. You can't wrangle them. You just got to... You, you, I mean she did good though I mean she put that fence up and the
0: mom was mooing, and finally the little cat yeah. the fence for his mom so that was pretty it was cool. adorable it was adorable the whole thing with the mom and the baby it just uh, it was like the bunny situation all over again yeah it was all just wanted to go oh yeah so well now let's go to Saturday okay. oh dear lord now this now, is your favorite night saturday well, was this just sat- saturday was whatever. my favorite night because i was excited because we have detective tim haynes the tim haynes on our show this week we so do. i really wanted something crazy to happen on the show in green county so we would be able to talk about it mm-hmm. you know this week and we're going to we're going to get to green county but yeah. let's just start off in. um pasco pasco Mm -hmm. where a you we open up with a guy is on the sidewalk or on the side street whatever and he he looks dirty disheveled whatever the case may be yeah he looked like he got his ass whooped. yeah and he did get his butt beat by another guy who was taking pictures of his girlfriend's butt in the bar that they were at and um so there. Here's a couple of things because while it was um, Deputy Peeney and um, Corporal Walker that showed up for this. Oh, scene. see, now I thought it was Carmack. Oh, sorry, it was Carmack. Okay. Was it Carmack? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Carmack. Okay, okay, people, look. Car- I'm just going to start saying Carpini. It was <laughs> Deputy Carpini, Okay. It was Deputy Carpini, because. I cannot tell Deputy Carmack from Deputy Peeny. They this look is a, they they look to me right. they look exactly the same. They only do. Carmack is is a tad is a bit taller than Peeny. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to start calling them Car- Deputy Carpini. And Well they're both very attractive young very men. Attractive, very, very attractive. very very attractive. But in this case um it was Carmack. It was not Peeny, it was Carmack. Okay. Well, they get they're t- they're talking to this guy and he's talking that you know that it's his girlfriend she and he said she's all she's only 18 years old. Mm, okay, well, whatever. And in a then
2: bar. now he's in a bar yeah. and he's got his 18 year old girlfriend. But didn't you think the chick standing next to him was the girl in question? Like when he was talking. Uh, no. About?
0: No, I did because my radar was going. My radar was through the roof when I saw her, and it's just like, no, they are not a couple. No, that's not. Okay. No, no.
2: Well, here's the thing. I actually, I see him standing there with a female. There's nobody else around. It's just the two of them, and he's talking about how this guy was taking pictures of his girlfriend's butt. And I'm looking at this chick. First of all, this chick looks like she could be a linebacker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, she just looked tough. <laughs> she looked like she could kick somebody's ass. She didn't look like she had a butt that somebody would necessarily take pictures of, but I'm like, to each their own. But it seems to me she would have tur- turned around and just whipped somebody's butt. So I was confused at first, because um, mm-hmm. this little dude was like a little scrawny dude. I mean, he was a tiny, little, wee, scrawny guy, and she's standing there. And like, So anyway, it was, that was not his girlfriend. Let's clear that
1: no. up. No. With him with his girlfriend.
0: Okay. But, Corpor- but Corporal Walker was... I guess, further down the road or whatever and saw yeah. these two girls, the one matched the description of who the guy said was his girlfriend. They right. were two, um, you know, two young two young women, one had on like a reddish top and really short shorts and she was standing next to who I'm assuming is her sister because they looked exactly the same. And they
2: were cute girls. They were, they were, they they were, very, they were very cute, cute girls.
0: Cute yeah. yeah. So, you know, at the beach, dressed in beach wear, whatever the case may be. So, and they act, and Corporal Walker asked them, you know, where you, did you see what happened? And they were like, no, nope, no, nope, we don't know anything. And yeah. I was like, that's interesting. And then a few minutes yeah. later, they come back or there's another meeting between Walker and these two girls. And then they fess up and say what that. What with
2: not telling the truth? Was it because they were 18? I don't 18?
0: know. I, don't, I was I like, know. I'm not under, maybe
2: they had a fake ID.
0: This is what I thought.
2: Okay. Maybe they actually were drinking and had a fake ID. And then they didn't want to get busted for that because they were only 18 because I thought it was weird that he even mentioned that his 18 year old girlfriend, you know what I mean? The whole thing was kind of weird,
0: but. And I I think, I think the one, I think the one wearing the bikini top may have was, was not, she was older than 18, but the one in the red top, you could tell she looked kind of young, but here's the thing when they said, well, your boyfriend, she was like, no, that's not my boyfriend. I know. But that guy was calling himself, my girlfriend, this, my girlfriend, and, and she says it wasn't her. I was all confused. I was I'm all like, confused. Well, the
2: guy stood up for you and got his ass whipped. Can you just throw him a crumb? I mean, mm-hmm. let him be your boyfriend for five minutes.
0: Well, but I guess next- you
2: thought, national TV,
0: this yeah. is on live TV. My mom is going to see that I was in the bar with someone yeah. who was drinking and got into a fight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I get it, you know. But then we see um, Walker... Uh, you know, uh, we come back from a break or whatever, and we see Walker and a couple other officers have the guy that had beat up the other guy, he, the guy with the red mohawk or whatever you want to call suspect, it. The suspect, right? The suspect had um, they had him, and right. he is just like, oh God! I mean, he was just an a hole. You know what I mean? Well, that goes to put him in handcuffs because the guy's going to get arrested. Pd. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> like, when things—that's when it life- started. Yeah, and I mean, that's when he got real aggressive. When he when he sees that he's actually going to go to jail, then he gets really aggressive, and he's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. he's telling Carmack the thing that kills me. He says, not only did he call him a dick, then he says, yeah, I know you. Yeah, I bet you got picked on in high school
0: okay look uh yeah okay yeah, he's the no. one who was getting all the girls <laughs> not you you ugly yeah girl.
2: i'm pretty okay. sure looking at both of them red on the head is the one that was getting his ass whooped because carmack mm-hmm. was born with those looks mm-hmm. carmack is extraordinarily good looking that didn't just yes, happen yes. he didn't grow into his looks he was born with those looks so this guy's got it all wrong he was mm-hmm. not picked on and he's actually one of the nicest people. He he's, deals with people so nice. kind. He's kind. So this guy just had anger issues, and he was really pissed off that he was going to jail. But that's what you get for taking pictures of women's honey, because you're desperate and you can't find anybody. Foghorn what's Leghorn. Big, I say, what's the big idea? <laughs> yeah. Don't stand
0: there. Go, Foghorn son, Leghorn. Up. That You know what? I see it. I see it. Right? Right? I get it.
1: Right? I get
0: it. That's good. That's good yeah all right well we're gonna leave pasco and um do you want to start with the the next incident the green county incident because you know i'm ready to jump all over this one because Lord, when this came on on my television girl i jumped up out of my chair and i started screaming i couldn't believe Mm it i couldn't either
2: hear tim so i hear tim's voice because tim haynes has the best voice i hear oh his voice God, yes, and all a sudden does. i look i'm like oh hell no well dan actually brought us into and i mean dan let us know yeah, what we're gonna did. see so he kind of spoiled yeah. the surprise of it all but there stands tim haynes at, it's like deja vu groundhog yeah. day in front of robert's abode with Robert and Robert's fiance. They not fiance. And, but Robert was cleaned up. He wasn't all, he wasn't thank shirtless. Thank God.
1: He had thank a shirt God. on.
2: He wasn't drunk. He was, but he said that somebody had stolen all his copper out of his trailer and that they couldn't even live there anymore. Now look, I know a <laughs> thing or three about plumbing. Okay. No, and uh, most trailers are not plumbed with with copper. Uh, I don't know why. And even if they are, it's it's not going to be a huge amount. So I'm not sure if he had a stash of copper because you know drug addicts are known to steal copper because they're worth mm-hmm. like, copper. You can cash in on copper. It, it, you know, it's it's good money.
0: I, I, think, I think I think he enough. I think he pulled out the copper himself.
2: Okay, so somebody tried to stole blame him. it. On someone else.
0: Yeah, his treasure trove. Yeah,
2: and you know, it was a nice little meeting. He wasn't rude. He was straight.
0: He, he was. You not know. He wasn't. He wasn't. But he, but I just I just want to make a, a few observations as we as yeah. you know I'll call them. You know he he was cleaned up. Um, the girlfriend was wearing. Was she not wearing the exact same thing that she was wearing? from the previous week, the gray sweatpants she and the, has
2: one maternity outfit and it's not a maternity outfit. And that's what she wears.
0: Yes. yes. And so we see her sucking on a cigarette and she's nine oh weeks girl. pregnant. So of course that threw the whole entire Twitterverse into a tizzy, yeah. um, you know, with disgust over this pregnant woman lighting up a cigarette, but um What I found interesting is when Detective Haynes was talking to Robert, he made a mention um, about the copper was stolen out of his house. And Mm -hmm. Detective Haynes says something like, Well, okay, well, why is that? And he goes, Because you guys accused me of being associated, he goes, of being associated with those people you accused me of being associated with. And Detective Haynes goes, Well, you're going to have to refresh my memory because I don't remember. He goes, The 417 honkies. Right. And here we go with this four one seven honkies stuff again. Come, yes. I just can't take a gang seriously with a name yeah. like four one seven honkies. And Detective Haynes said, Well, the reason I said that is because he goes, I was made I was asking because of the tattoo on your arm right. that said a hundred percent honky. Yeah. Who tattoos themselves with such a ludicrous, you know? Term a hundred percent honky. I mean, well, let's look oh, at
2: Lord. let's look at Robert. He doesn't seem to be a good decision maker
0: all the way that around. So I don't. Right. Neither one of them. Neither one of them.
2: No, well, I mean, I, her smoking bothered me. It did. You know, I just thought you're just standing there with this long ass Virginia Slim hanging out your lip hole, sucking on a <laughs> cigarette, talking about how pregnant you are, and it's just. They don't coincide, girly. I mean, stop. This baby's already got a lot of strikes against it. Give it a chance. I mean, it just,
0: oh, it just upset me. First, again, there is a camera there. You look like the dictionary photo for the term white trash. Your place is, it literally looked like all the windows were knocked out of that place because the copper yeah, got stolen. The trouble. trash heap was the trash heap was still in front of the, the flipping house. On the wall of the outside of the house, it said, smile, you're on camera. And I'm thinking, if there was ever a penny to be spent on something, trust me, it's not going to be on an outdoor camera. Then, I don't know if you noticed this, Robert's wearing a hat with the rebel flag on it, the Confederate flag on it. Yeah. There were there were so many cats on the property. Did you see them they were on top of the roof of the trailer? Yeah, did you see the and did you see the
2: spray painted or the written message on the side of the trailer? Yeah, That said smile you're on camera. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean the whole the, the whole thing was just ridiculous, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not that's not the kind of that's not the kind of situation you want to look at and be like You know like I, I would probably have turned my head and hid like, you know, like I like you know what I mean? She's all like, "Let me lie light yeah. my cigarette and talk about it. I'm nine weeks pregnant." She has no self awareness. Like, oh my she has God. no self awareness whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that I think um, DFACS needs to already be. I think they need to get a file started on that on that baby already. Yeah, probably because that 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 baby's are, oh, Lord, Lord, yeah, Lord, Lord. Some it's just some people should not be able should not be allowed to. They pro- shouldn't try to create. They shouldn't. Mm-mm. But uh, let's just
2: move on. <laughs> let's just hope we don't see Robert again, which I, I kind of think we probably will. And we're going to talk about Robert some more, some more when we talk to um, Detective Haynes. Mm-hmm. But let's just let's move on. What's going on next? What do you want to talk about?
0: Well, I want to talk about Warwick and mm-hmm. Officer Marshall, who I, I loved her. She, she has got the cutest little voice. I mean, she is just, oh, my God. And aren't you the one that told me she's actually a re- a school resource officer? I, think I did see that, yeah. She's a school resource officer. Uh, she and was just so totally adorable. Guy. What's going
2: on, Pac, right here? Okay, hi, guy. How you doing? She's got this little, hi, guy. How you doing?
0: Little voice. And she's like, adorable. She's, just, she's totally she's adorable.
2: adorable.
0: And, and she, she is did so poorly. I know she she responded to a call of a bar fight and when mm-hmm. she gets to the bar she goes running up to the door and as she's running up to the door there's these three people that are walking out two chicks and a guy and she's like you know hey how you know guys you know blah blah, blah. and th- and they act like they're not part they go oh what's going on in there so she right. goes she goes to turn and then she goes wait 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 And she goes, you know what, I'm going to need for you guys to hold it. Because they were trying to get rushed to their car. Because did you see when the guy came up, she was trying to push him back towards the car. Like, no, go, go.
1: Uh
0: And I think that's what made Officer Marshall go, like, hold up. Something's not right here. So she kind of, like, told them they weren't allowed to leave until, you know, whatever, until they found out what was going on. And the next thing you know, there's, like, four other officers that pop up and are surrounding this car. Yeah. And it turns out, now you're going to have to help me here because supposedly the guy guy tells Officer, I mean, um, Sergeant Curly, a.k.a. Sergeant Cammie Pants, that Mm -hmm. his girlfriend or wife, which was the one in the dress, the one with glasses, had her legs up on another guy at the bar. Now see,
2: I wasn't sure which one of these chicks was his wife. If it was the loudmouth chick yeah. or, the, you know, he said or the the one in the dress. He said the one in the okay, dress. I so said was... the meek girl was sitting at yeah. the bar and had her legs over some other guy. dude sitting and at the, the bar. Yeah.
0: And the husband understandably said, Yo, get your legs off that dude, man. Like, I mean, I, I understand that. But the other guy had a, a, a female with him and they and she you know how chicks are, especially if there's alcohol involved. Right. It it just, it escalated. And it yeah. turned into a bitch fight. And, well, this um, chick, who I
2: guess was with the party of two, with the couple. Mm-hmm. This was a party of three. So you know that as soon as it started, just based on what we heard, this chick had to insert herself into the situation. You know mm-hmm. she did. Mm-hmm. She's out there screaming and yelling and she called Sweet Officer Marshall a bitch.
0: Oh yes, she did. Yes, I mean, she did. There was no call for that. That was there awful. wasn't. There wasn't. And that woman, that that chick anyway, was just rude. She was loud. She was rude. Um, she, you know, she was she was irritable. She was she was upset that they were detaining them and wouldn't let them go home. Then right. when they were trying to explain why they were detaining them or why they weren't letting them leave, she just started getting just you know belligerent. Yeah, and she then, was horrible. Yeah, she was she was a problem. And she got barred from the bar. Barred from the bar. Yeah, she's she can't go back to the bar. Ball. So anyway. That bitch is um, barred. Yeah. And she kept saying, Yeah, I know, I know. We're barred. I get it. And it's like again. Yeah. Would have just tased her,
2: dropped her like that, would have shut her right up. Another, I mean, that was definitely she. She, she needed a tasing or a good throat punch. Which I, I wanted to be the designated throat puncher.
0: And like, can, can we say something about her hair, uh, girl? That, that I a honestly, girl, that was a perm, girl. It's perms anymore.
2: That was 1992. Called and want their hair back. Mm-hmm. I, oh no that whole look that whole oh no 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 no, no. She, she looked like she stepped right on out of the 90s but yeah mm-hmm. she just wasn't she was a horrible human being she was a nice mean,
0: you know what she looked like she was a saved by the bell reject <laughs> <laughs> straight up saved by the bell oh, reject. that's hilarious that's exactly what she looked like so, yeah. So, you know she was what?
2: At the <laughs> other lunch table.
0: She was. she was. So, what was one of your favorites from uh, Saturday night? Well, these were
2: not my favorites, but I want to talk about them. I'm, okay. You know, um, there was a call that came out for officers in Dehaas about some person kicking a dog, and I got really upset because I didn't want to see it. Um, and then we get there and she is standing in a road. It was like a dead end yelling at this kid who's walking this black dog out in kind of a field mm-hmm. and spent separating them. them. Yeah. And this kid had evidently kicked the dog and she's yelling at him to come back and he's ignoring her and he's using some choice language and he just keeps going. And, you know, she just stood there and I don't understand if it had been me given the situation, especially this kid kicked a dog, I'd have been over that fence. I'd have been over that fence and said, Listen, you little mofo. You're gonna well, stop you when
0: I tell. It was it was it wasn't a fence, it was a stone wall. Okay, now well, it was it was I, about as tall as she was. So but there were other areas where it was shorter. So I'm I'm wondering, because she was talking to someone on the radio saying, well, he's further down, whatever the name of the road is. I had him off at the pass. Is that what was going to happen? That's, I, I mean, I'm hoping that's what was going to happen because we we didn't uh, find out. We did, Again, we did not get any kind of conclusion to this. Yeah,
2: actually, we did get closure on this. It was oh, another did? dog. Yeah, evidently it was not the dog that he was walking that he kicked. He kicked another dog um, that belonged to someone else. So that makes it okay? It does not make it okay.
0: So I'm, I'm, I'm confused because obviously that kid had an attitude. And he, need, he needed to be put over somebody's knee and his butt wore out. Because if he were innocent, okay, let's just say
2: there was a dog trying to attack he and his dog and he kicked the dog. Well, then it is called for. I mean, you got to protect yeah. your animal. But that was not the case. He just kind of got pissy with somebody else's dog and kicked their dog. And the, and the other person called the police Because he kicked the dog. And then he just takes off and runs his mouth. I don't know what happened. We don't know what happened there. We don't know what happened to him. But um, he is not being raised right. I just think if anybody kicks a dog, automatically a canine needs to be brought in. And they need to practice on that person.
0: Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that.
2: Anytime that happens, because then we're going to go to another dog situation that was very upsetting. And this um, upsetting, yes. this was in Greene County, and this is with our friend Tim Haynes. And the neighbor called to report that five dogs had been left in a backyard with no food and no water for a long time. And there was a lock on the gate, so they had to um, have animal control come cut the lock off the gate or the fire department come cut the yeah. lock off the And they got in there, and those poor dogs are back there, and they are thin. Emaciated. Emaciated. There is a kiddie pool that is covered in green mold and mildew. There's no water. There's no water food. They were so happy to see anybody come rescue Mm -hmm. them. So happy. And it was very, very upsetting to me to see that. And I think Tim Haynes was upset too. You could tell he was
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that you can tell, and those and those were the cutest dogs. It was, it was. It, I, I'm. What I'm just going to assume that there were four brown that looked like they were still kind of you know puppies, maybe like a year old or whatever. And they're larger dogs. And then right. there was a white, a white one, which I'm only going to assume may have been the mother because she was an older one. Right. And they, you could see the ribs in all the dogs. Like you said, There's there was that. no water, there was no food, and the. It was very upsetting because, and you could tell where the dogs have been trying. I know. And you could tell they even showed where the dogs have been trying to dig out from under the fence. They were trying to escape
2: their prison. I mean, it was just horrible. It made me so sad. It did. Uh, I wanted one of those. I mean, like, I was like, I want to take these dogs and just love them and take care of them. And then, so we go away and we come back and Tim is, Tim Haynes is no longer there. There's another officer there. And this woman shows up and says she is the one that has indeed been feeding and watering them and she doesn't know what all the fuss is about because she's been there every day water, you know, feeding them and watering them. Bull crap. That is the biggest bullshit. crap herd. That's a lot. Those dogs had not been cared for. She's a liar. Bullshit. As as yeah, bullshit. <laughs> she's a liar. <laughs> well, where did you get the food? She's like, Well, where'd you get the food? From one from of the neighbors were, who were
0: concerned that you were killing these dogs slowly by neglecting them,
2: it was. You'd I heard. Just, I hope those dogs are surrendered. I these the people do not deserve to have animals, and I hope they find good homes because that was. Well,
0: this is just so you guys know, this has been an ongoing issue at this home. That was yeah. not the first time the police had been called in regards to these animals. You will hear more about this when Detective Haynes is on with us later. So um, I just want to let you guys know that, you know, yeah, this, this, uh, again, especially after hearing what Detective Haynes said, another example of someone who just needed to be tased. If yeah. you, if you were going to hurt an animal or neglect an animal, then you, you don't, you don't deserve to, to breathe the same air that I'm breathing. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm an animal lover to the core. Me too. And you know, I hate seeing animals mistreated. If you weren't going to take care of your animal, don't get it to begin with. Animals are not fashion accessories. No, and, if, and it's a no, huge it's
2: responsibility. To, it's a it huge is. responsibility it to have is. an animal. And it's, it, it it's takes like a lot like of care to have an animal.
0: It's like yeah. having a kid. Because dogs, for the most part, or animals, period, they can't voice what is wrong with you or what is wrong with them. So like a child can tell you, mommy, my tummy hurts or mommy, my head hurts, you know, you know, when they get old enough to talk and stuff like that, animals can't. So it's literally like having a baby for let's, what would you say? 15 years. Yeah. You know, the average of like,
2: like, you you know, it's a huge responsibility and if if you can't take it on, then just don't. You know, don't just, buy, just don't buy. Kinda, I don't even know how you live with yourself. I just don't even know how you can conduct um, your life knowing those poor animals are left in that condition. You don't have a soul if you can do that. So hopefully yeah. they will not be returning to that environment. Hopefully they'll get adopted and we, and we
0: And we have asked Donna made sure to um, let detective Haynes know that if those dogs do come up for adoption, they are going to let us know and we will pass on the information to you guys because I'm not sure how exactly that would work if you lived out of state because Donna was very interested in possibly taking one once, you know, whatever. Um, But I'm sure there are people in Greene County or Missouri period that would be more than happy to take those precious dogs and
2: love them
0: and kiss them and have super big cuddle puddles with them. Um, so, so if we, we'll let you if we do know. find that out, yeah,
2: we'll, we'll put it out there and hopefully you guys can give this poor dogs a good home.
0: Well, let's, but, I, um, think we should, I think we should change this from, you know, cause it's kind of sad, you know, yeah. call to, I think we should go to Nye County where I want you, <laughs> I know you want to talk about this cause I've got something to add to this too, but Nye County, um, with the, the domestic call. Yeah. Well, the domestic call was this guy is walking down the
2: road nude. He's naked. Yes. So I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, alert. We got a naked guy. <laughs> and so then when the camera gets there, he's not actually naked. But he a- he's acting very odd. I mean, he, he is like- Obviously, there's something going on there, which looks to me like there's some sort of chemical in his body that's going on, Mm -hmm. like he's, you know, taking drugs or whatever. Oh, there was something in his body already. Yeah, there was. So, his wife is there, and they're asking her. They try to detain him, and he's just acting cuckoo. And so, the wife is there, and she says, well, he's stressed out. Honey, this is more than stress. I've been And stressed. then she whispers, in a little whisper, he was shoving rocks up his butt. Okay. I have been stressed. In fact, I'm stressed right this second talking about this. But I can assure you, I do not have the urge to <laughs> shove rocks up my ass. Because you know what? I've been constipated before. I don't want... That feeling. I don't want to have to push a rock out of my ass because I have been constipated. Who puts himself in that position?
0: Okay. I have, this is one of those um, calls from the show where I have a million and one questions. (laughs) And first of all, um, how would one just shove a rock in their rectum? I mean, it's, a rock which means it's rough and dry and sandy and gross how did you shove and she said rocks plural people yeah he was shoving rocks in his rectum so he's being detained and the whole time he's got rocks in his booty hole yeah so I want to know exactly like so there's got to be some kind of like I mean, I would just, and I may be going a little too far with this, but think I'm we thinking. We know
2: where you're headed with okay, this, and I yeah, don't know. I mean, like, Jenny, gonna,
0: I, we don't be, know like, if he used lube or what, but yeah, <laughs> you know, okay, you're, you're know, there. You no, know, what I'm saying is, it's, it seems to me like this would this would be like a um, a first aid situation. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to have to provide some sort of medical aid to him, not only to retrieve, but sure. like, how, how are you going to retrieve him? So you sh- oh my word.
2: Girl, they're going to take x-rays. They're going to see right where them rocks are shoved on up there. They're going to get their little forceps. They're going to go up his body and they're going to pluck them things
0: out one at a time. I. (sighs) (laughs) That guy is never going to be able to show his face in Nye County ever again. They just need to go ahead and pack up and move he's just got problems i think he just he had some issues i don't know if this was drug related or mental well, she related said, or she what. said he they asked they asked if he was on drugs and she said the only thing he had that day was cannabis now i'm gonna let you know no. No. <laughs> People that people that smoke pot are not shoving rocks up their butt no, they I'm are so not. Really Unless it. you can eat it. The only thing they shove okay. is Cheetos in their mouth. They are
2: not going to shove anything up their butt like that.
0: Yeah, they're not going to shove anything in their butt. And plus that dude was shaking so bad. I mean, it, now as someone as someone who has had, you know, I mean, I I get I, you know, I have anxiety issues. So I understand having that anxiety and that stress level that just kind of makes you kind of, you know, go crazy for a minute. But that poor guy was like shaking uncontrollably. He looked, he looked like he was having some kind of breakdown. You know what I mean? He was out of it. He wasn't you even like having. You have to be having a breakdown to pick a rock or rocks up off the ground and shove them up your butt. I mean, there's something has had to snap. So I'm, I'm hoping that whatever it was that was going on, or whatever drugs or whatever he was taking, I'm hoping that he calmed down. I'm hoping that he sobered up yeah. i'm hoping that he's getting some sort of help because if he is really that stressed to where he did something that extreme yeah, he needs to check himself in somewhere and well, he good he lord i mean scared. yeah i mean it's him it me even more, more stressed. stressed yeah it had
2: to be very stressful to have those rock shoved up his butt so he was even more stressed i agree poor guy
0: okay well. i know poor guy live pd on saturday night was wrapped up in a pretty little bow for us to talk to Detective Haynes on Monday. That's what it was. It Absolutely.
2: Was- it was a perfect night for us to speak with him.
0: Mm-hmm. And this and- is going to be fun. Y'all are going to want to stay tuned yeah, for yeah. what's yeah. coming
2: up right now
0: because he's a lot of fun. And just so, you know, you guys know, he has agreed to be my future ex-husband. And not only that, ladies, newsflash, <sighs> Detective Haynes is single ah, ah, ah. <laughs> the women are going to go nuts because he you know he's like he you know he doesn't talk about that but he told us he is single and uh, ready to mingle I guess but I, I think
2: my ears are ringing what is that
0: oh it's the phone ringing never mind
2: it's our guest answer the phone hello
3: good morning <laughs>
0: Hi, Tim. Did my sexy voice impress you?
3: It did. I was I wasn't sure really what I was in for, but that exceeded my expectations.
0: do you feel do you feel like you should maybe pay me four ninety nine for that?
3: I feel like I may have called the wrong number, like that <laughs> nine hundred number. I'm not sure what happened here.
2: Well, thank you for being patient with me this morning, and if I sound like I have a sock in my mouth, it's just because I went to the dentist. So sorry it's, about that. Let's, let's be honest. She yeah, has no a worry. sock in her mouth. <laughs> and I'm also, taking, I'm also taking Percocet right now, so this is going to be so much fun.
3: Oh, that stuff really gets me big time.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here
2: we are.
0: Yeah, here, here we are. We appreciate you doing this. Yes, and we're super excited to be talking to you this morning, because let me tell you, Wow, man! People are excited about this podcast this week.
3: Cool. Well, I'm I'm happy to help.
0: Yeah, and I th- and I think it has some. I think it has everything to do with your voice. I mean, I want to say that it has something to do with Robert, but I think it's more that they just want to listen to you more than the few minutes you get on the show each week when you're on. That's for
3: sure. Yeah, Robert definitely didn't uh, didn't hurt me at all.
0: Oh no, he. Didn't. Oh no, no, he helped.
2: But, well, let me, I mean, I think I, I, Dan Abrams stopped when he talked about your voice, though. I think Dan yeah, Abrams gave right. you some great flops there when he talked about your voice.
0: Because yeah, I I, we said it before
2: cool, he yeah. said it. Just to let you know, we started that trend. Because <laughs> we were talking about your voice long <laughs> before Dan Abrams. So. Well, I
3: appreciate
1: so this is, that.
2: So we are really excited to welcome Detective Tim Haynes with the Greene County Sheriff's Office. Yay! Woo-hoo,
0: welcome!
2: FNA. Good morning.
0: Or, or the as morning. Dan Abrams likes to call him, the
3: voice. <laughs> the voice. It's definitely not the worst thing I've ever been called.
0: I know, especially by Dan Abrams. Man, he rarely gives people little nicknames on there. I mean, you must have really made an impression with him.
3: Yeah, I was, I was really surprised by that. But it, uh, it caught me off guard. But it was something that was really nice to hear for sure. hmm
0: Now I heard. Now when we had Quagmire. <laughs> well, when we had, um, what is his title, Donna? Quagmire. You're so used to calling it him Quagmire. Myer. Myer. I, I, I call him, yeah, Craig, I call him Quagmire. Yeah. So he uh, he told us that you used to be a, a radio DJ.
3: Yes. Now, I worked for um, whenever I was 16 years old, I was working as a skating rink DJ, and <laughs> I got a job offer whenever I was working as a DJ there to do. A weather forecast in the morning for the local radio station. Oh, well, I spent wow. the next, it was either six or seven years as a radio DJ and news reporter in Southwest Missouri.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> that so how did you end awesome. up getting into law enforcement? So my last, my last
3: in radio was working as a news reporter for the biggest radio station in Springfield. And they would send me out on breaking news calls if there was you know, a house fire or a shooting or anything that happened, they would send me out to go out and interview these people. And whenever I would get out there, I realized that the policemen and firemen and first responders had a job where they could go to work every day and have no idea what they were going to do. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's pretty cool because in radio, your days are pretty typically the same. So I started looking into the police academy and uh, here I am.
2: That's really cool. How? And now you're a detective. So how long yes. have you been a detective and tell us about your detecting work. What do you tell us what that encompasses?
3: So I went through the police academy and graduated there in 2005. I worked patrol the entire time up until I want to say April or May of this year. So now what what basically I'm I'm doing now is I'm investigating the calls after the fact. So if a call comes in and uh, that requires a little bit more work or follow-up or things like that, it's transferred to me, and then I will turn around and, and basically put all the pieces together and present something to the prosecutor that they could use to file in court.
0: Right. That's So, really you're, interesting. so, you're, so you're kind of like um, the detectives on, like, Law & Order.
3: Something similar to that, yes. It's It's hard to make a comparison with TV because –
0: you mean you can't solve TV a crime in so under an hour? <laughs> I wish.
3: I wish. I
0: mean, you can't. You mean you can't lift fingerprints from a piece of wood?
3: <laughs> no, no, definitely not.
0: Okay, well, I am going to go out on a limb, and
2: I am going to guess that this whole Robert situation did not require you to go back and do dissecting. Is that true? <laughs> that is
3: that is true. Yes
0: well
2: before before we we want to talk about him
0: yeah we we want to talk about robert because that's what everyone is going to be curious about but we had since he is a two-parter i guess we should start with the week before last this past weekend when you were on when he was on the show when um you guys responded um I'm a little unsure, Donna. Do you remember what the initial call was? Because well, wasn't I I thought thought like it for was right like somebody shot up his, someone oh, shot up
2: right. his trailer? Wasn't that the original call that he was complaining about that someone shot up his trailer?
3: Yeah. Well, so he didn't actually call the first time. One of the neighbors called because they were hearing a disturbance between him and several other people. Oh. So when we got there, he was a part of that disturbance, but he never called nine one one himself. And there was. There was some confusion on that because I originally thought that he did and didn't realize until after the fact that he wasn't the one that called in the first place.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, when you guys got there, um, you know, he was, he was saying that, you know, his, they shot up his house. They sh- He just kept saying that they shot up his house and long story short, he was, he was very, um, agitated and, uh, ended up having to be detained and, um, he kept saying, you know, didn't you guys care that somebody had shot up his house with his pregnant girlfriend inside? Right. Um, when you looked at those bullet holes, cause there did the bullet holes, I mean, were they even really bullets? Cause someone was saying pellet. And were they They crushed? looked
3: to me? There's, there's several elements to this. Oh, okay. One thing that we discovered was, uh, he had made a Facebook post. Several hours prior to the disturbance, referencing the holes in his wall. When we got there, he made it seem as though those holes had just appeared. Right. Uh, one of the other officers or one of the other deputies had said that, you know, I've seen the I've seen those there before. Those aren't new. Uh-huh. But <laughs> trying to trying to question him was was nearly impossible because I can't just, you know, I can't just go on the fact of somebody shot my house.
0: Mm -hmm, I need to know what
3: happened. I need to know what you heard, what you saw. And he wouldn't ever give me any of that. It was just, you know, they shot my house and I couldn't get past that with him.
2: Did you ever,
0: he
2: he, he didn't seem like he was receiving any kind of help whatsoever. He just wanted to kind of stand there and just go crazy. It was, he didn't have a good attitude towards you from the get. I don't think.
3: No. And there's, there were a lot of discrepancies. Uh, His girlfriend had said that somebody different shot the house than he was saying. And whenever we talked to her, she, whenever I told her what he had said to me, she said, Oh no, 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 that is not what happened. I can't believe he told you that. Here's what actually happened. (laughs) So we were never able to find it. They live in a a very where they live. There's a lot of houses around them. Mm -hmm. We were not able to find anybody else that heard or saw anything around them so the story just didn't make sense right on top of that his his attitude he was he was impossible to deal with
0: yeah oh, we got we got that much i mean i think my favorite part of the first night we we saw we met robert was when you know he was you were standing on the on the outside of his property because you know he wanted you guys off his grass because it was private property <laughs> i mean we heard right. that about 50 times get off my grass i mean if that's what he wants to call grass then
2: <laughs> yeah okay i that mean beautiful like, manicured oh, yeah. lawn
0: right <laughs> with the with the pile of trash and recliner
2: poking on top okay yeah
0: that that was yeah so he goes back into the his home and then he popped his head out that little window, which I can only assume is in the bathroom. And it just I mean, reminded me of Did, it, it, Was that not the Wizard of Oz right there? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That whole thing. That's what it reminded me of, the Wizard of Oz, where the, you know, <laughs> the munchkins popping his head through at the, you know, at the castle. <laughs> Emerald City saying, what do you want? <laughs> it's like, but but yeah, instead of was- saying, what do you want? It was all about him having a big, pretty penis. And
1: right.
0: it just, I loved the camera on you after he said that. Cause it was just like, <laughs> Oh, is this is what we're going to talk about now. As you know, he's his big, beautiful penis and how you needed to ask your wife. Now, what did your wife think about that after the fact? I mean, did you go home and be like, honey, um, no. watch the show tonight. And did you see, you know, someone's <laughs> like, what was her response? Or did she even have one? Or is it one, is she one of those women that's just like, yeah, it's just stay to day with him. Nothing phases me.
3: Well, so um I'm I'm actually not married for one.
0: Oh. Two, oh. We, um, uh, uh Oh, okay. Maybe <laughs> maybe I this
2: podcast just <laughs> changed. Okay. <laughs> So, no, um, Detective Haynes.
3: <laughs> there was there was certainly a lot of uh, follow-up on that. It, it, one thing that's been weird about Live PD for me is that it seems like I've attracted a lot of people that want to tell me about their penis.
2: <laughs> well, do tell. We want to I hear about your tell. I,
3: you know, I, I thought, because I used to, before I was doing the Live Nights, I would do the... Uh, whenever I was back on patrol, they would ride with me during the week. And that's where we came up with the uh, video of the guy that told me about the, uh, the penis puppet.
1: Yes, the penis puppet.
3: And there's, I mean, there's just been a lot, of, a lot of things like that. So whenever those words came out of Robert's mouth, I was almost in disbelief of, <laughs> we're going to do this again.
0: I mean, looking at him, the first Aren't things that come to mind are not... Big, pretty Ugh. penis.
3: Ugh. Um, I'm just I think, glad I didn't have
0: to see it. <laughs> oh, so are we? We are very. We are. Very we were so, sad so happy we didn't this was not a
2: show and tell situation. But I'm right. betting it probably isn't as lovely as he claims it is. So, you know, he kept it put away. That was good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here, here's my question about the first night he was on. Because his 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 girlfriend, because he came back out onto his front porch again, you know screaming for you guys to leave because you were on his private property and everything. And she kept trying to get him to come back in. Um, She she seemed to have, and and that's saying a lot, that she seemed to have the cooler of the heads in that relationship. Um, But when you guys went back later that night for the assault, it was because he, what was it? Because she she went to a neighbor's and called 911. Is that how it was? Because he was choking her?
3: Yes. She went to a neighbor's house and said that, he had choked her out that she'd been unconscious for I think she said about fifteen minutes is what she thought.
0: Oh. Oh wow, so, so that's she went what to a neighbor's house and then that. the neighbor called
3: okay. them.
0: Wow. Wow. And she was still with him on Saturday. Oh yeah. Mm-mm, mm That you and know he what? Claimed, well, he great.
2: claimed it was a seizure. Did he go to the hospital and was it indeed a seizure? Because I'm calling BS on that.
3: I don't know. He was transported to the jail. Our jail is a, uh, we have a full medical staff there with doctors and nurses and everything else. So he was seen by medical staff there, but I don't know what the outcome of that was. Right.
0: I mean, I, I've, I've been around someone who's had a seizure. I, have, I had a friend that had a seizure disorder, and I've never once witnessed her or, or heard of anyone else that has a seizure that comes no. or during it It starts choking out their pregnant girlfriend. So- no.
3: <laughs> yeah, I i don't i don't buy that that was the reasoning i've yeah. never i've i've seen several seizures and you know people normally would wake up from a seizure not knowing what happened being confused mm-hmm. exactly during a seizure not being able to control themselves much less assault and choke someone
1: yeah
0: exactly. wow that you know what that's that's just really sad knowing that she she's still with him That. That's unfortunate. But, uh, well then on, um, Saturday, we're going to go to round two with Robert because literally when when I'm, I'm sitting watching the show on Saturday and I thought to myself, this is going." I wanted the show to be great because we knew we were going to be talking to you today. So I was hoping that you would get some amazing, like, um, incident that you had to respond to. So when Dan said, we have to go to Greene County, because if you watch the show, you know this guy that we're going to see. And he said, Robert, and I literally I jumped out, out of my that. chair and I started screaming because I was like, this is not happening. This is not happening. <laughs> so, oh
3: yeah, then- I, was, I was just as surprised as everybody else was.
0: <laughs> well, how did
2: you happen upon Robert again? How did that happen?
3: Okay, so I, along with several other deputies, have dealt with Robert several different times. Uh, I know from previous experience that Robert does not have a driver's license. Okay. The area where he lives is one of our busier areas inside the county that we try to frequently, proactively patrol to stop crime from occurring. Mm -hmm. As I was driving through there, Robert drove past me. Ah, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I saw him, and based on previous experience, I knew that he didn't have a driver's license. So that's what initiated that contact.
2: Uh, can you imagine? <laughs>
0: but, but, he, but, he, but he claims <laughs> he just claims that he was driving it from right there because he kept pointing right there. So I'm assuming, like, from right. this house right there to his house. That that's all because his girlfriend was sick. Um, yes. So, <laughs> But the first thing we notice is that Robert looks completely different. He looks clean. He doesn't look drunk. I can actually understand what he's saying. He's not talking about his big, pretty penis anymore. Um, and hes and he's, he says something about um, his home situation that people had come and took had taken out all the copper in his house. And I couldn't really understand what he said between saying that and then he said something about because you guys associated him with the 417 Honkies. So my question is, was he blaming the copper theft of his house on the fact that the um, police associated him with a known white gang?
3: Back years ago, there was a homicide that took place at robert's house that case is going through the court system now and according to what he told me saturday he believes that the people who he is going to testify against are responsible for breaking into his house what tied in with the honkies was he told me that he believes those people are affiliated with the honkies and i told him the reason I had asked him that was because I saw his tattoo that said mm-hmm. 100% honky and he said he'd had it since he was 17 oh
2: well. lovely <laughs> just yeah, lovely. you know
3: and Robert is uh, we, we've had a lot of issues with him but at the same time he can be very pleasant mm-hmm. and he's you know I, I think he has fallen on some hard times and life has been a little bit rough for him Not to justify his actions or anything like that, but he, he can be very pleasant. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, I try to, I try to treat him with respect every time that I deal with him, just as I do with anybody else.
0: And we saw that. that. Oh, you did. did. You had
2: more patience than I, than (laughs) he deserved. I mean, I, I gave you the trophy that night for the most patience that you were dealing with him when he was so belligerent. I mean, it is sure. a very it is a very sad situation to see. But I'm going to tell you, I got particularly pissy when I saw his pregnant girlfriend light up a cigarette, because yeah. I feel like look, the are
0: against that kid.
2: I mean, we all have empathy for people that are in terrible situations, or maybe they've had bad luck, or maybe their finances aren't the greatest, or whatever it is. But she's pregnant, and she chose to put that you know sig in her mouth and it really was gross i just i have to get that out there it just really annoyed me that here this poor kid i just feel so bad for that kid but that's just
3: yeah i'm I'm right there with you it's very frustrating to see that it definitely gets to me and i strongly disagree with anybody doing that the problem is and what what we run into in this job is that I can't enforce common sense. I can't oh, enforce yeah. morality. I can only enforce the laws as they're written by, you know, the people who are awake making way more money than me. And as it stands now, it's not illegal to smoke while I'm pregnant.
2: Sure. Absolutely. It's just a moral thing. But I was you know, being really is. judgmental when I looked at her doing that. It just made me you know Did it you a, just admit it, that a judgmental? Absolutely. Oh, honey. Absolutely. <laughs> I put the me in judgment.
0: <laughs> yeah. No problem admitting that. Well, you certain, know, my,
2: circumstances.
0: certain circumstances. I think, I think the majority of, of, of their issues stem from just poor decision making in general. Um, yeah. You know, people fall on hard times, you know, often in this country, but they still don't, you know, they're not that, but still it's things like that are based on poor decision making. Um so it's just, it is unfortunate but you know I did appreciate that he thanked you for being nice and um respectful towards his girlfriend after that incident where he choked her out. I thought that was really nice, you know. He wanted to shake your hand and uh so hey. Yeah. Cool.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was I was really surprised by that. Whenever he cuz he was originally telling me, you know, I'll be better off when you guys leave.
0: And mm-hmm. then he asked
3: his girlfriend, "Is this the one that was nice to you?" And I was kind of unsure where he was going to go with that. I didn't know what he was exactly what he was talking about there. But it was nice to hear. I was surprised by that, and I, you know, I even whenever I was working as an FTO training new officers, I would always tell them the majority of these people that you deal with, like you guys said, have fallen on hard times. They're not necessarily bad people. And if mm-hmm. you give someone respect, regardless of how bad of a person you think they are,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you end up with a positive interaction.
1: Yeah, Nothing
3: right. good comes from an officer that is just degrading or condescending to another person, regardless yeah, of what right. that person's done. it it's a lot of this job is customer service. I mean, you you have a job to do, and you're there to supply a service to someone, and that is you know safety and protection of the community. But even if you treat if you treat somebody badly you're always going to make the problem worse than if
2: you just give them respect. Yeah. I agree. We agree wow. with that. That's why we could never be police officers. Exactly. Just-
0: I mean and you and you hit the nail right on the head. I mean it is. It is like customer service. And yeah. I for one would suck providing good customer service on <laughs> a daily basis. I mean, I it would just it would just take one person to say something nasty or negative, And then I would just, I would just tase them without even thinking about it. I would pull my taser out <laughs> and just tase them, just drop them right where they stood. You know, I just, I don't, you know, <laughs> so, but thank well, you. you thank to, you for putting on the, the, the uniform every day. I, I thank you for that because well, you, not you everybody that. could do it. So,
3: you know, you have to, you have to kind of separate the fact that these people will say bad things to you, but they're talking to your position and not necessarily but, you. If yeah. you can separate that, you won't take it personally and it won't bother you.
0: Yeah. See, Donna, he's just giving us more and more reasons why we shouldn't be cops because I can't. Or why separate. we're terrible people because I feel like a terrible <laughs> person
2: right now. I should probably, I should probably just <laughs> cry a little bit. And you should
0: know I what you wanna... should pray. You need, you need Jesus right about now. I know.
2: I want to move on to something else that happened on Saturday. And that was, you know, the three dogs that were left in the backyard with no food or water. Um, Of course, we are staunch animal lovers. And 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 calling
0: BS on this whole, we've been feeding them. Yeah. So Mm
2: -hmm. you were not... On camera, I don't know if you'd already left the scene, when the, the dogs were actually taken away. I mean, first of all, there's a pool there, a little kiddie pool that is green with mold and mildew and fungus. And those poor dogs, you could look at them and see that they were lacking. And this woman shows up on the scene and says that she has been feeding and watering the dogs. And I would like to know your opinion on that because I'm not buying that at all.
3: Well, I wasn't there for the follow-up. Right. Um, I It is an active investigation, so I don't want to talk too much okay. about it. Oh, I, honestly okay, okay. Don't, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I know okay. that whenever we were there Saturday or whenever I was there Saturday, there was no water available in the backyard for those dogs.
2: Right. It was very interesting. So sad. I don't
3: know. Wow. That was the first time I'd been there. I do know that it's something that, has been dealt with lately. And I think that one of the detectives is looking into it, but I really don't know.
2: Did I, you want to put, like, put the dogs in your car and take them home with you? I would have.
3: Yes, they were. Yeah. So I I got my uniform really dirty because I, I knelt down and uh, there were five dogs back there. The four little brown ones came over and just, like, started licking me and nearly knocked me over. Aww. Which was a great moment until you realize that you're wearing – Completely black uniforms. <laughs> so that was that took a little bit of scrubbing to get that off of me.
2: Uh, so well worth it. You got doggy kisses, so it was so worth it.
3: Yes, I definitely did.
2: Aww. I didn't well, realize. I, I, five. I thought there were three dogs. I didn't even know there were five. Oh dogs. no,
0: there there were five because yeah, there, there were, were there small ones, and then there was a white one. Then there was like a you know like a an older white one. I just, well, that, whole, that whole scene just really disturbed me, only because I can't even imagine being um, abusive or neglectful towards an animal. If the dogs do end up going up for adoption, maybe they don't end
2: up going back to that home. Can you let us know that? So maybe we can put yeah, the word yeah. out that those dogs are up for adoption because... Um, there you go, Donna. You need a dog. I need it. Well... I'm not ready yet, but I do I I did really want to take but I'm I'm in Florida. How am I gonna get that dog here or two dogs here? How would I do that? I couldn't do that. You could try to find them a good home. So yeah, let us know if that does end up being the case. Great.
0: Um, I I have a question um about something you posted on Twitter this past weekend that you got I saw that you went and got a fabulous uh pedicure. Oh yeah, I, I was I really enjoyed the color you picked out or, or did someone pick that for you? And, 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 and can you tell us a little bit about your pedicure experience?
3: So my fourteen I have a fourteen year old daughter, and she okay. took it upon herself whenever I was taking a little bit of a nap to paint my toenails, which I hate to say it, but that's not the first time this has happened to me. But uh,
2: that's hilarious.
3: she She did an excellent
2: job. She, see, I was thinking she was like young. Like that's a little what I was kid. thinking. I was like picturing like a five or six year old, you know, while daddy's sleeping, painting his toes. And I was th- I was very impressed with the job that she did. Now that I know it's a teenager, it's a million times even better. I've Well, not a, just oh, not just seasoned.
0: that. It's, it's yeah. Obviously, she's practicing to become a cat burglar. Because if she <laughs> to do to do that good of a job and not wake you up i mean that's or impressive a deep, or he's a deep sleeper oh well, i think yeah. it's a
3: little bit of both
0: that's funny
2: <laughs> that's awesome well tell her we we I, i'm actually wearing the exact same color so it's a good color she she chose well is do you still have them painted as we speak right now
3: so i try to do my best to get it off of there but they're still <laughs> about halfway painted and they were saturday as well
0: <laughs> oh that's hilarious I love yeah, least,
3: it. <laughs> it's gonna be there for a while.
0: You know, you might not want to wear sandals. Yeah, no, anytime, anytime soon. soon. No, I'll I know. Own it. your Your milkshake might bring all the boys to the yard if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's yeah, what I know,
3: would yeah, to do. I'm the type of person that would wear the sandals just because it's funny.
0: Oh, see, oh, and I, sure. I appreciate That's that. Kind of I people. appreciate
2: that so you're you're our kind of people we're all from the same exactly. tribe because we would do that so that's exactly. good to know absolutely um here's my qu- another question i have for you we have seen this chick now a couple of times from green i'm i'm that done with carry, her. I am so done with her that likes to carry her snake everywhere she goes have you had any run in with yeah. her
3: yeah I did I met her one time, and I actually didn't even know who she was when I first started talking to her. She was uh, pushing a scooter down the shoulder of the roadway on one of our very busy roads in Springfield. Mm-hmm. So I stopped to talk to her and didn't realize until I was in conversation with her that she was the snake charmer.
2: Oh gosh. Yeah, it, wait, what, her, was
0: that, was that on the was that on the show? Did that incident make it on the show?
3: Yeah, that was I believe it was last weekend.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was, that was, that sure that was yeah. you. Oh, okay. That was you. She seems yeah, to always me. be where the camera is. So I think she's following you guys around. And I think you guys need to ignore her from this point forward.
3: <laughs> that was the first time that was the first time I've ever seen her. I honestly would not have recognized her unless somebody told me who she was. Right.
0: Yeah, I don't know the
3: circumstances around the first two times that they contacted her, though.
0: Well, we think you guys should veto her. We don't want to see her anymore because she she's she's a total snore fest. I mean, if you, <laughs> because I'm like, okay, we get it. You carry your snake around with you, lady. Okay, the first two times may have been TV worthy, but from this point on, it's a total snorgasm. So you know, and
3: what what is interesting about the show is we don't know at the time when we're dealing with somebody, whether or not it's on TV. Right. Uh, So for example, Saturday, I think I made, I went to several different calls, including the dog call, uh, the thing with Robert, I made 12 or 13 traffic stops, just looking for something, you know, stopping for violations. Well, those traffic stops don't make TV, but in the moment you have no idea what's, actually on TV and what's not because you have seven or eight departments constantly doing things. And then New York is deciding what's TV worthy and what's not.
0: Yeah. Right. But I, you know, Mm. I really, I really like your, you guys' department and you guys have been fun to watch, especially with the number of um, just like Robert situations, because at first it was Pasco. Pasco was the home of what I call the white trash incident. Everybody had meth mouth. Everybody was screaming and acting a fool. Now it seems like all of those stops are over here in you guys' department. <laughs> and one of yeah, my favorites do a lot of those here. <laughs> and one and one of my favorites is one that you touched on earlier. And that is the penis puppet with the guy who tied the shoestring around oh his penis God, and was so happy to tell you that he was making his penis jump for his girlfriend that he supposedly had assaulted. So right. have you guys uh. had any more run-ins with the penis, the, the penis puppet master?
3: I haven't seen him since that night. I don't know if we've dealt with him since then or not. I know that we've had an incident before where he actually assaulted some of the officers and ended up being tased. Oh. I, I don't think we've dealt with him since that night, but I'm not really sure. I, I don't know for sure.
0: I would have paid money to see that tasing. Yeah, I would have loved to see that. I mean, first of all, he's a domestic
2: violence dude, so we don't like him to begin with. But then he starts talking about his using his pecker as a marionette, and I had a real problem with that.
0: Well, I mean, who ties ties a shoestring around their junk? I, for (laughs) one, do not want to see a man come up to me bouncing his pecker. I mean, there's nothing sexy about
2: that. She should have been the one... Committing domestic violence after that happened, she should have
0: beat the hell out of him. But I would have pulled a Lorena Bobbit. I would have chopped it right off. Oh,
3: well, oh. I asked him. There was a part of that that didn't make TV. I asked him later on if he was ever going to try that trick again, <laughs> and he he said, uh, I don't remember his exact words, but something along the lines of, "Yeah, but probably not with her." Oh my <laughs> okay. god. Okay. So, so somewhere else, some other some other woman someday will be graced again with his with his <laughs> penis puppet
0: oh my god well, i guess when he's, he's a serial pe- pecker pecker um jumper i mean so he can, he's gonna make some lucky woman a fine husband one a day a fine husband one day i mean he's not blessed with the tim haynes
2: voice and good looks, so you gotta I'm go with what not. you can go with so you know <laughs> guy
0: so um you know i have another question uh how are those fences treating you lately
3: oh so that's something i've i've always hated ever since i was younger i've hated jumping fences and i will find anything to avoid jumping a fence back when i was like 12 or 13 years old i jumped over a fence and i got caught on the top of it so ever since then i'm like no i i will find another way through this fence especially when you're wearing boots and about 35 pounds of extra stuff
1: mm-hmm.
3: now I'll uh, go around. Yeah. And it didn't help that the first fence that I jumped on TV, I had a guy go over it before me that uh, is an extreme crossfitter that put one hand on it and bounced over it like a bunny. rabbit. Oh, no. And I see that and <laughs> I have big shoes to fill. So I look over to my left and I see a gate. I'm like, Nope. Work, work uh, smarter, not harder.
2: <laughs> hey, I like that. I, I like that motto. Mm-hmm.
0: I
3: will avoid. I will avoid offense at all costs.
0: It also didn't help that you had the camera crew right there at you, and it's like, and it kind of, you just kind of had to do it, or at least oh, yeah. attempt. Yeah, I
3: was left with no choice.
0: <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> He died inside. And they,
3: they got such all of a sudden, they got such a kick out of that too.
2: <laughs> he just died. He, he put his head down and went, Oh, God,
0: there's a camera here. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little piece of your heart just melted away. That just <laughs> rotted and just oh, yeah. dropped.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, at least you didn't face pl- at least you didn't face plant like uh Lieutenant Danny Brown in Richland County that time. Remember that, Donna, when he went to jump a yeah. fence in his <laughs> face
2: first face first <laughs> Yep. Oh well my um, God. i don't know if you noticed this on twitter you probably did not but here's the thing that the ladies are asking for and not something that you have to do but i just want you to be aware of the new trend when it comes to you all these ladies oh all these ladies want you to tell a bedtime story so that they can have it recorded so they can listen to your voice before they go to sleep. Put me is on that, that list. Thing? Is that <laughs> not time? <laughs> I mean, these are no, your is friends, Detective Haynes. This is what your this is what they want from you. They want a
0: bedtime story. And I'm like, ladies, come on. But that's hold what up, they want. Hold, hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up a second. Donna, mm, come on, yes? don't even play because you know you're on that list too. Yeah oh yes you are you just we were just talking about this before he called in okay okay so i so i was listening to this that was a private conversation Kayla. oh oh okay a private conversation about how you wanted to listen to tim haynes read a bedtime story well you know what i want to hear him read a bedtime story Okay,
2: let's let's just ask him what story would you read (laughs) what bedtime story would it be I
3: don't know. I suppose I could take requests.
0: <gasps> oh yes, where the wild things are. Fifty Shades.
3: Yes, that is, that is a good one. <laughs> 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 that escalated very quickly, and I don't know that that's a bedtime story.
0: I mean, well, let's let's just let's just be honest, Detective Haynes. You are a bit of a p- oh, and yeah. the ladies. They love you. And I know that there are people out there that are like, you're not supposed to talk to officers like that because, you know, they're doing their job. They're not eye candy. Um, excuse me. You're on a national television program where the majority of viewers are female between the ages of 35 and 55. Come on now.
2: Well, they they deal with, I mean, don't don't you deal with like um, the badge bunnies? I mean, you're kind of used to the attention, aren't you? Or is this really weird yeah. attention that that you're getting? It does, it does happen.
3: One thing that's been really weird for me is the being thought of as, you know, like a celebrity. When these uh-huh. people contact me or something and say, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe that you responded to me or something like that. I do a normal job. We just happen to have cameras that follow us around for a little while. Right. You I know, and, and you do have, you do have the... The uniform has never been something that is, has hurt any man that I know of.
2: That's right. <laughs> That's right. But
3: it, it is it is just that. It is just a job. And it's, you know, it, I don't think of it as as anything different. And if you've ever worn a uniform, a police uniform with the vest and the belt and everything, it is quite possibly the worst experience that anyone can ever have. It is so, it is. So uncomfortable and just awful, especially in the summertime.
0: Yeah. I think it's your heavy. police know, uni- I think your police uniform and my police uniform are two completely different things.
3: <laughs> I think you are probably yeah. correct.
2: <laughs> I love it. reel it in, girl. Reel it in. <laughs> you want him to come back on the show sometime.
0: Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay, well, back
2: to the normal questions and then the ones that will make you cringe. Well, it might make you cringe. Um, I have a standard question that I ask every officer that comes on our show, and I, I want to be okay. right excited
0: about your answer. I want to hear this one.
2: Okay, we see the the weirdest things as what as we're watching Live PD. and we were all none of us knew that these things happened. Like when you're searching a car and you come up with like sex toys and all this weird stuff.
0: People then we see in your people
2: car. peeing and pooping in a car. And then we see people hiding drugs in, in, in places on their body that we would never have even thought of. All this weird stuff. So I ask every officer, what is the weirdest, grossest, grossest, let's go with gross, the grossest thing that you've had, that you've had to deal with as an officer. Now, I am not talking about morbid things like one time we had somebody go into deep deep detail about a floater that he found and we don't want to hear any of that we already (laughs) you know dead bodies stink so we don't want to go into that so what what is the grossest thing that you've had to to deal with
3: i think the thing that sticks out to me the most is a guy that he lived in a camper he was well off he wasn't uh, hurting for money or anything and he cared for himself but he w- had no sense of personal hygiene whatsoever
2: okay. and he had
3: called us one day because he was having an issue with his feet and he wanted medical to check out his feet <laughs> And he was wearing these brown crocs and overalls and i'll never forget whenever he walked past me i noticed on the back of his overalls how dirty they were and it looked like he'd pooped his pants
2: oh no so yeah. whenever
3: whenever we took his crocs off the bottom of his crocs he had, he had been pooping his pants for so long that it had filled up his Crocs. Oh, And when we my. took his shoes off, his, I'll never forget his toenails. His toenails were jet black, and the baby toe, the baby toenail had grown over the top of his feet and was touching his big toe.
2: Oh, my God. You win. The to grossest this day, story. That
3: is, that is the grossest thing I've <laughs> ever seen. And. You win. We we got him. We got him some help. Got him some hygiene help, and he's doing well today. But that was one of those moments where I just thought, "Oh my gosh, how do you how do you get to this point in your life where this is acceptable? You know, where uh, this is normal?" Ah.
0: Uh,
2: now you win. Honestly, you, that's Yeah, hilarious. you <laughs>
0: yeah you you win. I mean, I and that that created such a visual
2: i'm mentally picturing it right now i mean i'm mentally picturing this and it's just i'm I'm throwing i'm throwing up as we speak (laughs) and we didn't have to see it i mean there was no putting toenail polish on those toes and making them look cute that was
0: never gonna happen no
3: no that was we were way beyond that point
0: oh my god that is just too much that is just too much Um, so also, you know, I love how you put little tidbits about yourself or, or just funny little things on your Twitter feed. I saw something a while back about this donut that you enjoy called the maple bacon me crazy. Yeah. Um, I have to say, uh, that I just went to Krispy Kreme this morning and I got their original glazed donut and it was warm when they gave it to me. And there is nothing quite as orgasmic as oh eating a fresh, warm Krispy Kreme donut right off the conveyor belt. So my question to you is, do you think your maple bacon me crazy donut can stand against a Krispy Kreme?
3: No. And here's why. I have spent a good majority of my adult life trying to figure out a way that I could ride the Krispy Kreme conveyor belt under that little glaze machine.
1: <laughs> me too! <laughs> Me because too. Because that sounds
3: like the greatest thing that could ever happen to somebody. Oh, the maple I... bacon is very, very good, but it's also it, there's a lot going on there. It's hard to beat just a warm glazed donut.
0: It's it's like it's like a pillowy, warm cloud. It just kind of just melts in your mouth, and that glaze just kind of just goes, you know what I mean?
2: We, we know, oh, totally we've know all eaten them. You. We've all eaten them, Kayla, but thanks for those details. That's You're very descriptive. It's awesome.
0: Well, because I imagine that the Maple Bacon Me Crazy donut is more of a cake donut in order to hold all of that. Was it a cake donut
2: or was it not?
3: I think it was a cake donut, but it's certainly not as soft as uh, like a warm Krispy Kreme donut.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so it's not pillowy. It's more, it's got, it's got a little more, um, you know, oomph to it to hold, to hold all of that, you know, that stuff that, I mean, it looked, it looked, good. I mean, I'm not a bacon person, but, uh, cause I'm sure they're not putting turkey bacon on the, the donut. So I'm sure it's, you know, like regular bacon. A,
2: ain't nobody eating a damn donut with turkey bacon.
0: All calories nobody are out the it. window at that point. That's not true. I would eat one with turkey bacon on it.
2: Uh. Well, let's talk yes. about other things that we have seen on Twitter because I love how you and Kendrick throw shade at each other all the time. Oh, me too. That's a lot oh, of fun. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Kendrick is, uh, Dustin Kendrick and I are really very good friends. And we um, we both kind of work the same way. We have a similar style. We paint out outside of work. I mean, we're, we're very good friends. So when it comes to this, you know, both being on live PD, we've used it as an opportunity to really, you know, take some jabs at each other.
2: <laughs> it's fun because we do the same thing, she and I. If, in case oh, we you haven't noticed. <laughs> so what we're, what we're, wa- what he basically, basically brought up first, he was a little butthurt that we didn't have him on today with you. So he was a little, I
0: think he, he got a little butthurt about that.
2: So Mm -hmm. we are going to
0: have both of you back together. Yeah, we want to have both of you at the same time. And he told us to talk to you about it. Yeah. He said he's all for it. He said, we just had to talk to you. Now, this obviously will, we will want to do this when the show is on hiatus. Because, you know, fans are going to be, they're literally going to be chewing their arm off when the show goes on break. And we've been trying to prepare them that they take a long break this time of year. After August, it's like eight weeks. And trying to make it a little easier for them when it happens. So during that break, I would love for you guys to come on and just totally rag each other out. How do yeah, you feel
3: absolutely. about that? Yeah, absolutely. That would be
0: fun. Okay. Oh, that good.
3: would be fun. I'm I game on with Dustin. Anything to anything to give him some trouble would make me happy.
0: Now, I, qu- I have a question since you guys don't – because I guess a lot of people think that if you're on the sh- – that all of the officers that work – um, in each department, everybody's all buddy-buddy and working at the same time. But everybody, you guys, because um, it happens a lot with and I found out, a lot of those officers really don't see each other unless they are working together for the show.
3: Yes. So so I, I am a detective, and I'm the only detective up to this point that's been on live. So whenever I put on a uniform and go out and work with these patrol guys, these are people that I haven't seen in a very long time.
1: Mm -hmm. And
3: then, uh, for example, his, his job is our public relations coordinator. He's in a totally different office than patrol or detectives. Um, Mm -hmm. corporal Flora is in professional standards. So you've got these people coming together that are, that are doing the show that, you know, we don't ever see each other. Oh,
0: well, my, my, qu- my question is, is out of all of the, the officers in your department that have been on the, the show, which would you say has become the bigger diva since being on Live PD?
3: You are going to make me answer that, aren't you? I am going
0: yes. to make you, because I think I already know the answer. We already I know the answer. I, <laughs> we already know. I mean, because do I, okay, I, so I, me I don't see you shopping. I don't see you shopping. I don't see you shopping around for endorsements. <laughs>
3: Tell, tell me who you think here
2: <laughs>
3: okay well you took the words out of my mouth
2: stand, when you're setting up a lemonade stand with kids at 10 o'clock at night we know who the diva is
3: craig mile is a craig mile and i worked patrol together for a while he worked at the sheriff's office forever he has done a since he took over position as public relations coordinator. He's done a very good job and really changed things for the better as far as our public image goes mm-hmm. uh, with Facebook and Twitter and then doing interviews and things like that. So he is he is the face of the sheriff's office
0: when That's it comes to
3: anything <laughs> anything local or any you know. Aside from the sheriff, he is the one who takes care of all the interviews and that type of thing.
0: Yeah, we yeah we got yeah we got that because I wait, hold up, wait, Donna, didn't we ask him a while back if I, we were like, hey, can we can we talk to you, uh to Haynes? Is when he was telling us that he was a DJ and yes. didn't he didn't he wasn't he trying to Bogart Haynes, keep him first? Yes. yes, yeah, <laughs> he was trying. He was he was trying to keep you from us. I don't, I don't, th- I don't, th- I don't think he plays well with others. <laughs> We're
2: kidding. Maybe he was trying
3: to protect me from you guys. <laughs> <gasps> really?
2: That's probably what it was. That is probably what it was. <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> Hold on. I got to find the first aid kit. That one hurt. Okay. <laughs> Some burn cream for that one.
0: Yeah. God, man. Well, I just, where's the aloe vera? Hold on a minute. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, we would love to have you back and talk smack with, uh, with Kendrick. Hell, I'd even, I would even welcome quagmire openly, if he, if he allows us to just, well, because of the last time he was on, him and Donna were, whew, they were throwing shade. I just sat back and ate popcorn. He and I have a love-hate relationship. I mean, he's been on the show
2: twice. And there was a little incident with some modeling pictures. So he and I <laughs> like to throw shade at each other because I used to be a model just like him. So, um yeah, we have a love-hate relationship. But I, I'd talk to him again. I'd enjoy it.
0: Did you guys rag? Did it? Do you know if anybody ragged him about his modeling pictures?
3: (laughs) You have no idea.
0: That makes me so
2: happy. So, so he was. They did give him a hard time about it. Then.
3: Yes, there were. There was. It was a discussion around the sheriff's office there for a while.
2: Oh, good. That makes me very happy because he was ragging on my modeling picture.
0: So I'm pretty happy to hear this. This actually makes my day. Oh my God, this is just so much fun. I was going to ask him um, what, when you, well, you're not on patrol anymore. So, but when you were on patrol, what was, what kind of music did you jam out to when you were on patrol or did you? Cause we have had a few officers say that they like it completely quiet. How about you? What kind of music are you into? And
3: so it, it would kind of depend on the mood. It would change from day to day. Okay. usually I would listen to uh, one of the radio stations that we have here in town that plays uh, like 70s, 80s and 90s music.
2: Absolutely good.
3: And I I really enjoyed that. It was just older stuff that it was it was pleasant to listen to. There's some guys I work with that'll listen to like the really hard rock and it just amps me up too much.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I could see that.
2: Oldies are good. I love oldies. Even you know, all the nineties isn't oldies for me, but because I'm much older I'm much older than everybody in this conversation, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Well, you know, that leads me to how old how old
0: are you, Detective Haynes? I
3: just I just turned 35 last week.
0: Oh, happy birthday. Happy happy you. birthday. <laughs> you're the
2: only voice you're the only voice in this whole situation.
0: That's you know. not, no, I
2: can't I can't. That's not
0: true. Because I, I think, I think, was it not Detective Haynes who said at the very beginning of this conversation that he felt he called a nine hundred number? Um, I, I did. The saying.
3: way that you answered the phone was, I wasn't sure if you were trying to seduce me or talk to me. I wasn't sure what was going on there.
0: Is there a difference? She was
2: doing bad. Uh
3: <laughs> No, I'm slowly <laughs> learning that there's not.
2: <laughs> Kayla, stop! I'm, I'm sorry. sorry
0: so up your brakes. Well, look it's all in fun he was talking about penises earlier oh gosh okay well as it relates to live pd and this relates to live pd he's on the show so therefore his fans i'm doing this for his fans the the throngs of women who are constantly on twitter saying i love you detective haynes will you marry me okay so okay
2: once they find out that he's single, his world's going to change. We get a lot of listeners, and um, I would like for you to prepare yourself, because once the ladies hear this,
0: <laughs> you're going to have fun. Well, let me let me be the first to, of Live PD Nation to um, say this. Detective Haynes, and I mean this in all seriousness, would you like to be my future ex-husband?
2: Oh, my gosh, <laughs> Kayla.
3: uh I sure will say not? no. Say I
0: no. Said sure. <laughs> he said, "Sure, why not?" I heard a you sure. You to say no. You don't understand what my <laughs> life
2: turns into when she asked this question to everyone, just to let you know. No, so now I she has that. a total
0: of, like, 15 future no,
2: ex-husbands.
0: No, that's, that's not true. I only, he meant from this two.
2: point. Okay. And from this point two. forward, and from this point forward, I will hear nothing, but he's my future husband. He's my future <laughs> ex-husband. Oh, he wants to marry me. He's my boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. You should have just said no. <laughs>
3: Well, I I felt, uh, I
0: felt did you a feel pressured? pressured? For that one. Yeah. I did. I do not. I do not want you to feel pressured. I I want you to look at it as something temporary, where mm-hmm. it's like you very know. temporary because her husband is the producer of this
2: show who's listening in right now.
0: <laughs> Why do you always have to go and throw that in there? Because it's the truth. Well, this has been fun, haven't you had fun?
3: I have had fun. This has been a good time. Good.
0: Are you are you are you gonna start your day with a little more pep in your step?
3: Yes. I'm gonna do uh, do some detecting. See if I can close up
0: That is awesome. See if I can
3: get some work done this week.
0: Oh, you know what? Okay. Are we see are we gonna see you this weekend on the show?
3: So I can't say exactly, but you will see me this weekend, Yes. Yeah.
0: <gasps> All right. Yes yes Yes. well this podcast is going to be um, released on Wednesday so we can't wait to see what the feedback is going to be but I think, I think it's going to be pretty awesome well guys that's the end of this week's podcast we hope you found it as entertaining as it was for us talking about it so until next week remember to always smile it increases your face value bye y'all